Can you receive the love of God today? It's a very good question. Can you actually accept that God loves you fully and completely? I know that when I pray, I feel the Lord's presence and His love comes upon me. But to be honest with you, I have a hard time accepting the fact that He actually loves me. Because I know who I am. I know that the sin that indwells me is there. And I tend to think, how can God love me if I have sin in me? It's a difficult question to answer. Can you actually accept that God loves you? It's not like a human relationship where you have a sin that you hide and then it is revealed and you get in trouble. With God, He already knows you. He already knows your heart. He already knows the depth of your sin. He already knows what you're going to be doing this afternoon or tonight or tomorrow or the next month or year or decade to come. He already knows and he still loves you. Can you actually accept the love of God? What we saw yesterday in John chapter 2 is where Jesus came in and cleansed the temple. And we are reminded that we are a temple for God, that he indwells us. As we go into chapter 3 of the book of John, I want you to listen very closely to three verses of chapter 2 that lead up to chapter 3. Again, can you accept God's love in your life and that He loves you? Listen very closely. Now, when Jesus was in Jerusalem at the Passover, during the feast, Many believed in his name, observing his signs which he was doing. But Jesus, on his part, was not entrusting himself to them, for he knew all men. And because he did not need anyone to testify concerning man, for he himself knew what was in man. What a statement. John chapter 3 is probably the most famous chapter of the Bible. We all know John 3.16, for God so loved the world. And John 3 talks about being born again and being born by the Holy Spirit. John 3 gives clarification to the redemption and the redemptive power of Jesus Christ but John chapter 2 shows us that Jesus knows the depth of our sin. 
He knows what's in our heart. But Jesus, on his part, was not entrusting himself to them, for he knew all men. And because he did not need anyone to testify concerning man, for he himself knew what was in man. Jesus knows what's in your heart. He knows the sin that's there. He knows that you can't even get rid of the sin on your own. And he also knows that there are parts of sin that you don't want to give up. You just enjoy the flesh too much. Can you accept the fact that God knows you and still loves you? The truth is, he does. He knows the very depth of your soul. He knows the darkness of your soul. He knows the sins you have committed and the sins you will commit. He knows them and he still came seeking you out. Even now he seeks you. Not to condemn you, but to save you. To give you the presence of his Holy Spirit that will cleanse the temple of your body. That will cleanse your soul. John chapter 3 says, <coughs> Excuse me. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you have come from God as a teacher, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. In John chapter 2, we saw that the word see is common because that's what happens when we get close to Jesus. We see our sin and we need to repent of it, but then we can start seeing the kingdom of God. We see the kingdom of God because we see Jesus. We have his righteousness. We have his holiness that is always drawing us closer to him and conforming us to his image. In order to see the righteousness of God, you have to see your sin. You can't have one or the other. You have to have both. You have to be able to see your sin to know the depth of your forgiveness. There's a lot of sins I used to do that I no longer do. Not because I'm strong, not because I'm wise, but because of the Holy Spirit. 
The Holy Spirit, when you receive Christ, indwells you. And the Holy Spirit is exactly that, holy and righteous. And when you are in the very presence of holiness and righteousness, you want to be holy and righteous. And God gives you the power to do that. Back to the question. Can you accept the fact that God loves you? Because that's a step in drawing closer to God and living in Him. If you can accept that God loves you, then you can approach Him with no fear. No fear of condemnation. No fear of retribution. No fear of pain and suffering. You can approach God and know that before you ever sinned, He chose to love you and give himself up for you. Can you accept that God loves you? Father, thank you. You love. That's who you are. You love. And it's not that you have a generic love. You have an individual love for each person. So, Father, thank you for loving your child today. Thank you for letting them see the depth of their sin, but even greater, the depth of your salvation and redemption. Jesus, thank you for loving me. Jesus, thank you for loving your child who hears these words. Amen.